do you hate snakes? Well, I met a man who loves snakes. We're going to talk about the snake man on this episode of the Driving with Rob podcast. I don't hate snakes, but I don't particularly care for them. If I see the snake before it sees me, I'm usually okay with it. Because I look at snakes as just another inhabitant of this planet. It's just another creature, just like squirrels, rabbits, deer, anything else. They're just snakes. They go out, they do their thing, they do their snake thing. I don't bother them. They don't bother me. Kind of a live and let live approach that I have to snakes. Well, I met this man. He's a very interesting man named Grover Cleveland Barfield. And we'll talk a little more about Grover Cleveland Barfield in a minute. But what got me started thinking about it was my son hates him. Hates him, hates him, hates him. I've accused him of being afraid of him. He will never admit that he's afraid of him. He just says he hates him. And we had a snake in our driveway one day while I was at work when James was still living at home. James says, I killed a snake in the driveway. When you come home from work, I want you to look at it. Tell me what kind of snake it is. So I came home from work. There was the snake still in the driveway. Wasn't a terribly big snake. It was about two feet long. And I said, James, this is just a black snake. Just a common black rat snake. He said, I don't really care what kind of snake it was. I was just curious. Well, knowing James, I knew he did not get very close to this snake. And I said, what did you shoot this snake with? He said, my nine millimeter. I said, how many times did you shoot? He said, five. Well, I looked at the snake. I said, well, there's three bullet holes in this snake. And Mark's on the driveway where he had almost hit it with the other two shots. Now, knowing that my boy didn't get any closer to this snake than he had to, I figure he was a minimum of 20 feet away. And he shot something and hit it three times. And this thing wasn't as big around as a garden hose. And he hit it three out of five times from 20 feet. I said, that's good shooting. But James hates snakes. And that's part of the reason that I have a hard time getting James to help me do electrical work because I made the mistake of telling him about seeing snakes in people's crawl spaces when I was crawling under the house to pull wire. But anyway, back on with the snake man. We have a fireplace insert, and we use that primarily for our uh, heat source in the wintertime. So as most people who have wood stoves of some type or another will tell you, you have to go out and cut wood. Well, my wife told me that a lady she works with said that they had cut a tree down and wanted to know if I wanted the wood from it. And they said it's an oak tree, and her husband said it was really good wood for somebody who has a fireplace. And I said, yeah, we'll definitely come and get it. So we went over there to cut up this tree. He said he would take care of the limbs and stuff, but we could go ahead and, and saw the tree up for firewood, and he would be just glad to get it out of his yard. I said, no problem. So we go over there. Well, while we're over there getting out the chainsaws, 
preparing to cut this tree, Bill's next door neighbor comes over and he's wearing this t-shirt that says the only good snake is a live snake. And I said, that's an interesting t-shirt. And he said, well, I am known as the snake man of Gaston County. And I said, oh, really? And he introduced himself and actually gave me a business card. The man's name is Grover Cleveland Barfield. Grover Cleveland Barfield is the director of the Carolina Reptile Rescue and Education Center in Gaston County. And Grover has been on TV several times whenever there's an unusually large snake that is found somewhere in the greater Charlotte metro area, they'll call Grover to come out and say a few words about it, and they'll get some video of Grover talking about snakes. Because if you needed to identify a snake, you didn't know what kind of snake you had, and you didn't want to kill it, or if you just wanted someone to come remove the snake for you, Grover is your man. And he gives lectures at schools. He gives uh, talks at the Shield Museum in Gastonia. But he is the snake man of Gaston County. Well, while we're standing there about to cut up some firewood, he's telling me about his work with snakes. And one of the few people in North Carolina who works primarily with poisonous snakes. Now, like I said, I don't hate snakes. And my grandfather, especially, was a strong advocate of not killing snakes, especially black snakes. Because black snakes are beneficial snakes. They eat rodents and have been known to eat poisonous snakes. So Papa always said, you never kill a black snake. But Grover is a big fan of poisonous snakes. And over the course of the conversation, he informed us I think he said that he had something like, I don't want to overstate it, but I think he said he had 18 copperheads live in his house. I said, excuse me? He said, yeah, I raise copperheads. And excuse my language, but I said, why in the hell would you have copperheads in your house? He said, oh, not just copperheads. I have a cotton mouth. I have a pretty good size eastern diamondback rattler. And I said, they're all alive. He said, yeah. And I said, and they're in your house. He said, of course they're in my house. Again, why in the hell do you have live poisonous snakes in your house, Grover? Because he is the snake man of Gaston County. See, he's not only the resident snake expert. He said the reason that he keeps copperheads is because apparently copperhead antivenom has a very short shelf life. You can only keep copperhead antivenom for so long, even in a refrigerator. So he said a lot of the places, poison control, hospitals, stuff like that, have a hard time keeping it in stock because you have to throw it out after 
whatever amount of time it is. So he said it's actually easier to just keep the snakes alive and then you milk them for their venom as needed. And he said a lot of places that do anti-venom for hospitals prefer to have the live snake because the venom is fresh. So he raises snakes to sell to other people, not just snakes. Copperheads, probably the most common poisonous snake in North Carolina, copperheads. This is what the man has living in his house. Then he says, you want to see them? Well, I had the same reaction that you just did. But being the adventurous type, I said, yeah, I'd like to see them. So we go in through his basement. And I, I don't remember for sure if it's just my imagination or if I actually remembered a door that said snake room. But it was all sealed up so that if they got loose, theoretically, they couldn't get out of this room. So I go in this room with all these aquariums full of poisonous snakes. I didn't just rush into the room. I let Grover get a few steps ahead of me before I walked into this room. And there it was. Aquarium after aquarium with copperheads in it. Some were very small. A couple of them were pretty good-sized copperhead snakes live in these cages. And then I looked down at my foot, and this was the biggest rattlesnake I had ever seen in my life. This thing was easily as big around as my arm. In my worst nightmare, it's as big around as my leg, but this thing was easily as big around as my arm. Big, fat, nasty rattlesnake. And it just raised its head and looked at me. Over in another cage, he had this snake that almost looked like a black snake, but it didn't have any white under its chin, under its belly, like a common black rat snake has. He said, that's my water moccasin, my cotton mouth. Well, then he shows me the other section of the snake room where he's also raising mice and rats because you got to feed the snakes and they prefer live mice and rats. So he's not only raising poisonous snakes in his basement, he's also raising mice and rats. And he actually let us watch as he fed one and how lightning fast this copperhead ate this mouse. And needless to say, a man that has a room full of poisonous snakes, I didn't give him a lot of crap about it. But in my head, I'm running out of that place screaming. I didn't do it. But in my head, it was like a scene from the Munsters. Remember the Munsters TV show? When people would meet Herman Munster for the first time? And their hair would stand on end? And they'd run out of the house screaming, jump out a window. And Herman would say, what's wrong with him? Well, this is what I'm thinking in my head. That I need to get out of this room as fast as I can. But I didn't. I was cool about it. And we just casually walked out with me complimenting on him on how interesting this was. And thanking him for showing us the snakes. <laughs> 
So we go back over to continue to prepare to cut this firewood. So Bill and Grover are talking, and I'm telling Bill, are you aware that your next-door neighbor has a whole room full of live poisonous snakes? And Bill said, yeah, I'm aware. And he says, and I have told Grover, I don't have a problem with you keeping snakes. But I need you to understand, if one of those snakes ever gets out and comes over here, I'm killing it. I will shoot it with a shotgun. And Grover says, oh, don't kill one of my snakes. He said, Grover, I'm telling you, if one of those snakes ever gets out and comes over here, he said, if I see it, I'm going to kill it on sight. I'm not having a poisonous snake <laughs> crawling across my yard. He said, I will kill it. And I was still trying to keep a little bit of composure during this conversation. And I said, have you seen the snakes? And Bill said, yeah, I've seen them. I said, have you seen this giant rattlesnake that he has in an aquarium in his basement? He said, yeah, I've seen it. He said, Grover, is that the one that put you in the hospital? I said, one of these snakes put you in the hospital? And he said, yeah, but it wasn't the rattlesnake. It was the cotton mouth. And I said, oh, really? <laughs> and he said, yeah. He said, I went to feed the, the cottonmouth one day. He said, of course, you've got to feed the cottonmouth frogs and fish and stuff like that. He said, I went to feed him one day. And he said, I moved the, the lid off his container. And he struck and bit me in the neck. He was in intensive care for four days. Almost died from this cottonmouth bite in the neck. I said, and that snake is still alive. He said, yeah, he said, that's uh, cottonmouth that you saw. He said, that's the one. I said, it bit you in the neck, and you almost died from it, and the snake is still alive. And he just kind of laughed it off and said, yeah. And I said, my papa shot a bird dog one time because it bit him. Shot and killed a bird dog. And to my knowledge, the bird dog wasn't poisonous. And he said, oh, it wasn't the snake's fault. I said, excuse me? Oh, he didn't mean nothing by it. Dude. Dude. Snake bit you in the neck and you almost died from it. Not only would that snake have been dead, I would have killed all the rest of them. He says, oh, no, I love snakes. And I'm thinking, there are people that love heroin and meth, too. But the snake man of Gaston County loves snakes. You can look him up online. He's, he's online. And I think uh, his Facebook picture, I think there might even be a picture of him holding the snake that put him in the hospital. And he's got a picture of, of the rattlesnake, of a rattlesnake, on his Facebook page. The snake man of Gaston County. Director of the Carolina Reptile Rescue and Education Center. And this man loves snakes. The Snake Man of Gaston County. If you'd like more information on him, you can you can email me and I'll I'll get you some information on it. 
My email address is drivingwithrob1. That's drivingwithrob, no caps, no spaces, and the number one at yahoo.com. But I appreciate you listening. Thanks for downloading. Click on like, leave me a comment. I try to respond to all the comments I get. Click on subscribe, follow, share it on Facebook, share it on wherever it is you share stuff. And I'll talk to you next time. Thanks again. Bye now.